This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, We now emerge from the dark period of the first nine days, the first ten days of Av, and now we move into happier times, into the post Tishabav Zman, the time of Nechama, the time of Nachamu, Great to see everybody. Hope everybody had an easy fast. And uh, today, Bruch HaMavam to the Kol Agar de Perka. Tishabav, I don't know, when I was a kid, Tishabav, there was nothing to do, just fast and mourn and cry, and somehow Tishabav has become the busiest day of the year. There's so many drushes and so many things to do. I say one of the reasons why Tishabav and Pesach come out on the same day of the year is first of all, Dayenu, enough Tishabav already, enough. But we call say, Dayenu, enough Drushas already. How many Drushas could we listen to? How many Drushas could we give? How many movies do they want us to watch? I mean, there's no time in the day to watch all these things that they bombard us with. But in any event, now we have a Nechama, we have a consolation, we don't have to do these things anymore. And it's very interesting, Parshas Vazchanan, is the parsha that we read right after Tishabav and the Kajnat Samagid Avodas Yisrael. He teaches us that because on Tishabav it is prohibited to learn Torah, and it says about Tishabav, Heferu Torah Secha. So because we were not allowed to learn Torah on Tishabav, in the aftermath of Tishabav, we need a new Kabbalah Satayra. We need to receive the Torah anew, we have to receive the Torah again. And therefore it is appropriate to read Vaschanan and Kabbalah Satoira on Tishabav. And I would like to humbly suggest uh, another approach as to why Vaschanan is the appropriate parsha to read in the aftermath of Tishabav. In the Sefer Yosef Oymetz, by Rabbi Yosef Yusvahan, one of the Gedolei Ashkenaz, he brings that after the ninth day of Av pass, and the tenth day pass, Yasiach HaOdam Daita Min Divert your mind from the Chorban. V'yizkar L'Nechama. And remember the consolation. So after the ninth and the tenth pass, forget about it already. Divert, distract your mind from the Chorban. Think about the consolation. And that is why the Marshal writes in the Tshuva that even those Jews who have a custom not to eat meat and wine for the 17th day of Tammuz, they should stop that custom after the 9th of Av. Meaning for those who want to continue not to eat meat after the 9th of Av, it's not correct. But now, now's the time to eat meat again. Well, says the Yosef Oymetz, Vani HaKatan, I will bring a proof to the Marshal, not that the Marshal needs my substantiation, and that is based on an old custom. Now this is an amazing custom and it's no longer practiced, I don't think. But there was an ancient custom that women, from Mincha and on on Tishabav, they would wash their hair. And the old Zikanim, the original Zikanim, uh, ordained this practice. Because since Mashiach is born on Tishabav, from Mincha and on, it's a time to celebrate. And just like we have to make a Zecher to the Chorban, one has to make a Zecher to the Goyal and to the Menachem. So that we don't give up hope from the Geula. 
So we see from here that the same way Avelos at the right time is proper, Avelos at the wrong time is improper. And just like we have to mourn before Tisha B'av, we must be in a state of consolation after Tisha B'av. And even though this is not really a great custom that women should bathe on Tisha B'av, but certainly that's on Tisha B'av itself. But after Tisha B'av, where Rechitza is mutter for Nashim, even though it's um, after Rechitza is permitted, certainly we have to remember the Geula, we have to remember the Nechama. And the Yosef Oymetz continues in Ois Tav Tav Tzadik Dalet. That is why we call the Shabbos after Tishavav Shabbos Nachamu. After the Haftorah of this week, which is very unusual. When do we ever name a Shabbos based on the Haftorah? Except for Shabbos Shuva. Says the Yosef Oymetz, Roy lehisanig boy Yoiser mi Bashar Shabbosos Hashana. It is worthy to be to enjoy this Shabbos more than any other Shabbos during the year. And likewise says the Ibn Shva'ib that it's a mitzvah to make this Shabbos a yamtif. You hear this? You should rejoice on this Shabbos more than any other Shabbos the whole year. And uh, Ibn Shva'ib also writes, it's a mitzvah to make it like a yamtif. And uh, that's an amazing thing, that, that this Shabbos is the most, should be, the most joyous Shabbos of the year has a status of a yamtif. What exactly are we celebrating? What are we enjoying? What is the yamtif quality? What are we commemorating? Imagine, <clears throat> imagine if after the Holocaust you told someone, "Okay, your whole family was murdered, everyone was killed, but now you have to make a yamtif." Yamtif? How could anybody celebrate? How could anybody rejoice? What, what, what room is there? What makoim is there? What, what idea of Yom Tif is possible? And the Maharil likewise writes that Nachamu is the Shabbos after Tishabav. Everyone should rejoice and you should have bitachain in the, the Nechama of the coming of the Goyal. What exactly are we having bitachain in? What is the Nechama? What exactly is the consolation of Shabbos Nachamu? Yes, we know the Navi says, console, console. But imagine if somebody went into a shiva house where somebody lost a dear relative and someone just said, console, console. You throw them out. What do you mean console? We're mourning. We're in a very d- difficult, despondent state. What do you mean console? We know that not only is there the Shabbos after Tishbav, the Shabbos Nachamu, but six days after Tishbav is also another important day on the Jewish calendar, the day of Tuba'av, about which Rabbi Shem Gamliel said, there was no greater Yom Tif for the Jewish people like the 15th of Av and like Yom Kippur. And the Ritva says that on the 15th of Av, where we know the Mesei Midbar stopped dying, Therefore, the minog is to make a suda on the Shabbos after Tishabav that we celebrate Tubav when Shabbos Nachamu. Wow. We celebrate Tubav on Shabbos Nachamu? Why would we celebrate Tubav 
on Shabbos Nachamu. Shabbos Nachamu is the Shabbos of consolation in the aftermath of the Chorban. And Tubav, the Gemara tells us various um, happy occasions that occurred. The Mesei Midbar stopped dying. The Shvatim were allowed to marry into each other. They allowed the Jews to be Oile Regel. The, the, the Harugei Beita were given Lekvura. But why now combine these unlikely partners and we say, oh, we have something called Shabbos Nachamu. We have a different calendar date called Tuba Av. Instead of celebrating the 15th of Av on the 15th of Av, we'll celebrate the 15th of Av on Tuba Av. Excuse me, on Shabbos Nachamu. Why combine Tuba Av with Shabbos Nachamu? And this is the question raised by Rabbi Rucham Alshin in the Yoreach Lamayadim. He says we have to understand why are we noyeg to make a suda on the Shabbos after Tishvav Shabbos Nachamu? Why celebrate Tuba of on Shabbos? So really, the first question is, what are we celebrating on Shabbos Nachamu? What's the Nechama? But now we're learning from the Ritva that you're supposed to celebrate Tuba of on Shabbos Nachamu. Since when do we celebrate a calendar date on Shabbos? Pesach is Pesach. We don't make it on Shabbos. Sukkot is Sukkot. We don't make it on Shabbos. We never take uh, a miracle that occurred on a calendar date and somehow fuse it together, combine it with the Shabbos. Shabbos Hagadol. Shabbos Hagadol is the is the one exception. But uh, okay, there there are a number of reasons for that. One is that it's connected specifically to Shabbos. But here, you're taking a calendar date and you're, and you're not celebrating it on the day that it happened. Meaning on Tubav, we don't say Tachnon because it's Tubav. We say, no, but don't have the Suda then. Have the Suda on Shabbos Nachamu. What would the connection be between Tubav and Shabbos Nachamu? And furthermore, don't say, well... Shabbos Nachamu is the Shabbos of Tuba of. Because very often it's not, very often Tuba of comes out after Shabbos Nachamu. So it's not even accurate to say, well, we'll wait until the Shabbos of Tuba of. The Shabbos of Tuba of is not always Shabbos Nachamu. Sometimes it's the week after Shabbos Nachamu. Sometimes Shabbos Nachamu is a few days after Tishabav. And Tuba of is the following week. So this all requires explanation, elucidation. Why are we, what is the consolation of Shabbos Nachamu? Why would we combine Tuba of the Ritva says with Shabbos Nachamu? And Shabbos Nachamu is not even the Shabbos of Tuba of. The Navi Yeshaya calls out, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. Console, console my people. Well, what's the consolation? Here he's crying out, console, console. What is the consolation? The Tzvah writes that the consolation for the Jewish people is always the Torah. The Torah is always the consolation for the Jewish people. The divrei Torah him nichumim lo'olam l'bnei Yisrael. Kamashu kasa b'medrash nachamu nachamu ami b'toirah. Dechsiv Anoichi, anoichi, hu menachem chem. The Nechama is the Anoichi, Anoichi. The Tarshabachsav, the Tarshabalpeh.
Marav Rabbi, I want to share with you a otherworldly idea. In Parshas Kisisa, we read it on the Tainus. Vayoimer neged God says, Behold, I'm going to seal a covenant. Opposite your people, I will do wonders that have never been created in the whole land and among all the nations. And all the nations of the world that it will see that I am amidst you. So God is saying, He's promising, not only is God promising He will make wonders the likes of which the world has never seen, God says, I'm going to seal a covenant with you to make miracles the likes of which the world has never seen. And the Ramban asks, how could God make a promise He's going to make miracles that have never been created? God never made miracles greater than the Misim of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So what's the Rebbe Hashem talking about? What's God promising? That He's going to make miracles for the Jewish people, the likes of which the world has never seen? God never performed miracles greater than the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So what is this covenant? What is this promise? What is Hashem uh, guaranteeing us? <clears throat> and Rabbi Rucham Olshen, in a Sefer Yerech Lamayadim, he brings from Rabbi Eliezer Man Shach, Rabbi Shach Zechitzag who offered an approach to answer the Ramban's question based on the immortal words of Rabbi Yaakov Emden, who we like to quote very often. That Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes in his Siddur that anyone says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, anyone who studies the state of the Jewish people in this world, Anachnu ha'uma, we the people, Hagoila, the exiled people, Sepizura, the scattered sheep, Acher kol ma'asha'avar aleinu, after everything that has passed over us, Mehat sarais, from the difficulties, from the tragedies, Vahatimurais, alafim me'ashanim, studying the state of Jewish history that we've been pursued for thousands of years. No one has ever been pursued and hounded like us. How great have been our enemies. How awesome are those who have risen their heads to stand up, to destroy us, to uproot us because of their hatred and jealousy. And yet, where are we today? Avad Zichram, their memory is destroyed. Batal Sivram, their reason is gone. You want to see the Holy Roman Empire? You could go to the British Museum. And in a glass case, you will see the handle of a mug that one of their governors once sipped coffee from. And their lights shining down on that shard of pottery. That's the only relic of the Roman Empire. And we are alive and kicking and as strong as ever. We're devakim bashem kulanu chayim hayoim. What will the heretic say? How can the heretic not be utterly ashamed? Eich lo yevosh nichlam. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, 
Hayad Mikrasa Kalela, you think it's coincidence? Chai Nafshi, I swear, says Rabbi Akhavan. Kibilis Boynin ibn Afloy Sela, when I contemplate this one, these wonders. God loyatsli yoiser, it's much greater to me. Mikol nisim in a floy shaasa Hashem lavaisenu b'mitzrayim than any miracle God ever performed for the Jewish people in Egypt. And we like to say over, if this is what Rabbi Yaakov Emden would say about the miracle of Jewish existence, two hundred years ago in the eighteenth century, what would Rabbi Yaakov Emden see, say if he saw a Jewish community today? He would say, it's a miracle, Shane called Malach, who buried a Yachal Lashayar. Says Rabbi Yaakov, the Vachomasha, Arach HaGolos Yoiser, the longer the Golos lasts. Nisames Hanes Yoiser, the miracle is greater. You know, we always say, if only God would make a miracle for me, then I would get up an hour before Shachras every day. If God would split the sea for me, I would be a tzaddik. Are you kidding me? Your ancestors who stood by the splitting sea, they, they said, if only God would make a big miracle for me, like the miracle of the Jews in 2022, that they've been around and they survived Inquisition, pogroms, <coughs> crusades, holocaust. The Jews who left Egypt said, you know, if only we could see a real miracle like the Jews in 2022. So Rabbi Yaakov Emden is saying that in fact there is a miracle greater than the Exodus. That's the miracle of continued Jewish existence. The eternity of the Jewish people. Says Rabbi Shach, when God seals a covenant with Moshe that I will make miracles for you greater than any miracle the world had ever seen, it's referring to this miracle, the miracle of the eternity of the Jewish people. You know the famous essay that Mark Twain wrote? where he says that after all the thousands of years, there's no dulling of their parts, no slackening of their intellect, where he concludes, what is the secret of their immortality? Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, the immortal state of the Jewish people is a greater miracle than the miracles of the Exodus. And therefore, says Rabbi Shach, when God made a covenant with the Jewish people that He will make miracles greater than the Exodus, it refers to this great, this great miracle, the miracle of continued Jewish survival. However, points out Rabbi Shach, that Rabbi Yaakov Emdin mentions and references another great miracle, greater than the miracles of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And that is Rabbi, Shach, the Rabbi Yaakov Emdin says, while all the powers of antiquity, the Roman Empire, the Persian Empire, the Babylonian Empire. Do you know any Babylonians today? Do you know any, any, do you ever meet a guy in the street and say, Hey, I am the heir of the Babylonian Empire. No, they're gone. And says of Yaakov Emden, but we are Dvekim Bashem Kulonu Chaim Hayoim. We're not missing at all. Not even one letter from our Sefer Torah, we're not even missing one letter. We're not even missing one Nekuda from our Torah. If a Balkoire would dare say Vayoymar instead of Vayoymer, he would be strangled to the floor. 
If a Balkoire would run over a tipcha, or he would mispronounce a word, he would be attacked with rotten tomatoes if he mispronounced one tipcha. So while the powers of antiquity are relics of the past, we continually safeguard every, the minutia of our tradition. We don't even allow one nakuda to go lost. Our Torah is alive and thriving. Every day a new Sefer is published about a new detail of the Torah. There are thousands of students delving into questions of a Toysvis on one line of Gemara. So aside from the great miracle of continued Jewish survival, there's another great miracle, and that is the eternity of the Torah HaKadoshah. The fact that the Torah is the same Torah today as it was 3,300 years ago is also a greater miracle than the miracles of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And you know who else confirms this point? Rabbi Yonah Sinaibashitz. In agreement with Rabbi Yaakov Emden, he says in the Aras Devash that the primary suffering of Golos is the loss of Torah. Ve'ikr nechama seinu our primary consolation is that God has left us a remnant. The main consolation is that we have not forgotten throughout the thousands of years, we have not forgotten the Torah. We have not forgotten the mitzvahs. We have not forgotten the, the Dine Drabanan. We have not forgotten even a Chumrah. How much we have to praise Hashem, al nes nifla kazeh, that after being thrown from Yerushalayim to Bavel to Persia to Spain to Portugal to France to England to Poland to Lithuania to Russia to Hungary to the Ukraine to the United States of America we still open up the exact same Sefer Torah and every single letter is there and we still read and if somebody would say man I think it's Rabbi Akiva we would chop off his head What was the darkest day in the history of the Jewish people? The day that Moshe Rabbeinu told the Jew, Klal Yisrael, the day will come, There's going to be a day that you will be will befall you, Many challenges and painful experiences. But I promise you, says God, as dark as the Golas will be, this song, this Taira, will testify as a witness. You could be burned at the stake. You could be in the fires of the Inquisition, you could be in the gas chambers, in the crematoria, you will never forget a word of the Torah. 
Rashi tells us in the Nevi'im, on the Pasuk, in Yeshaya, Parakhas V'chikisi L'Hashem, I hope to God, Hamaster Panav Mi Beis Yaakov, who hides his face from the house of Jacob, V'kivisi L'Aya, I yearn for him, Hinei behold, Anoichi Ayi V'hayeladim, and the children, Ashenosan Hashem that God has given me, La'oisai Sulamayvsim, for signs and wonders. Rashi says, there was no darker day, there was no more despondent prophecy like when Moshe Rabbeinu was told, I will hide my face from you on that day. But even on that day, God said that the Torah will be a testimony that it will never be forgotten. And what does it mean, Hine Anoichi Vahayaladim? The Yaladim are the Talmidim, who are beloved like children. They are a monument and a testimony that the Torah will always be studied and remembered. Rav Aaron Cutler would point out that a yeshiva student, besides the great mitzvah that they're performing, besides that they ensure the Torah will not be forgotten, they are the monument, they are the testimony, they are the edos, they are the eternal pillar that bespeaks that the Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people. Says of Yonis and Ibishitz, says of Yaakov Emdin, greater than the miracle of the Exodus is the fact that the Torah has survived in every detail of its minutia throughout the Gullahs. We're not missing one parish on the Torah. We're not missing one Pasuk in the Torah. We're not missing one word of the Torah. We're not missing one letter. We're not missing a Nakuda. We're not missing one din. That's a great miracle. How much we have to thank Hashem for that. How that shows us that even in the darkness of the Gullah, Sri Hashem is with us, says Rabbi Yonasin Ibishitz. That's Iker Nechama Seno. That is our great consolation. As the Sasema says, the consolation of the Jewish people is Divrei Torah. Marvra Boisai, you think it's a coincidence that the first Shabbos after Tisha B'Av we read about Kabbalah HaTorah? No. Kabbalah HaTorah. The Torah is the consolation for the Jewish people. That is the most appropriate Torah reading for the Shabbos after Tisha B'Av. Because yes, we've had many casualties over the years. We have had many tragedies. We recited 45 kinnas yesterday. We spoke about all the tragedies. Chorben, Crusades, Haruge Malchus, burning of the Talmud. <laughs> and, there, and there are tragedies we didn't talk about. Pogroms, Inquisition. So what are we left with? Well, like we say in the Slichais, Hoyer HaKodesh V'Hamachoyzais, Hoya L'Cherpa Ulevizais. The holy city, its districts, have been disgraced, shamed. All her treasures, we have no Arain, we have no Urim Betumim. We don't have the Shechina, we don't have Ruach HaKodesh. We don't have nothing. Ve'ein Shior Rak HaToyra Hazais. We do have one thing. We have the Torah, 
and that's our consolation. And the Nechama of Shabbos Nachamu is the Torah. And I would humbly suggest, you know, we always think, why is the Haftorah of Eschanan Nachamu? So we say, really, it has nothing to do with the Parsha, but because it's the first Shabbos after Tishabav, we want to give consolation. So we read Nechama, just like Shabbos Shuva, Shuva Yisrael is not connected to the Parsha, it's connected to the time of the year. So Nachamu is not connected to Vaschana, and it's connected to post Tishabav. But now we understand that Nachamu Nachamu Ami is not only the perfect Haftorah post Tishabav, it's the most appropriate Haftorah for Vaschanan. Because what is the Nachamu Nachamu Ami? The Nachama is the Torah. So what could be a more appropriate Haftorah for the Parsha of Kabbalah's Haftorah than Nachamu Nachamu Ami? And what does this have to do with Tuba of? Why are we fusing together Tuba of with Shabbos Nachamu? <clears throat> well, one of the primary sources of joy on Tuba of, the Gemara says in Tainus Lamed Aleph, Rab and Rab Yosef, they both say, that on Tuba of, they stopped chopping wood for the Mizbeach. Why did they stop chopping wood? Because the sun begins to wane on Tuba of. You know, now... It's really, we're in the dead of the summer, the dog days of August. It's really hot outside. The sun is really at a very direct angle right now. The, the, you know, unless you water your grass every day, the grass gets parched, it gets scorched. But from Tuba of and on, even though we, we say from September 21st, but really it starts Tuba of, the 15th of Av, the sun wanes. And because the sun wanes, they don't cut the wood anymore because the wood is not going to be as dry. And if the, the sun is not beating down on the wood, it might be a little moist and there might be some worms in the wood and they won't be kosher for the ma'aracha. And therefore, and therefore, <clears throat> uh, we stop chopping the wood. And therefore the Gemara says, they call this day Yom Tavar Magal, the day of the breaking of the sickle, because they broke the sickle, they don't have to chop wood anymore. Now by the way, why is the sun not as strong? Because the daytime hours begin to diminish. And there are more nighttime hours. And when there's more nighttime, there's more time to learn. So what's the simcha of Tuba of? Says Rabbeinu Gershaim. Because the sun is weaker, and there are less daytime hours, so there's more time to learn... And the more time to learn, it's a yomtif. Furthermore, says Rabbeinu Gershain, until Tuba of, they spent every day time chopping the wood. So they had less time to learn daily. But now, on Tuba of, they stopped chopping the wood. There's more time to learn during the day. More time to learn, it's a yomtif. Says Rabbeinu Gershain, the simcha of Tuba of is they chopped, they stopped chopping wood. On that day, they stopped and they made a yomtev. They didn't have to chop wood anymore. They were able to learn more. Now, how long did it take them to chop the wood? A minute? Five minutes? Ten minutes? So you can make a yomtev because you have ten extra minutes to learn? That's right. Ten extra minutes to learn is a cause of celebration. So it says Rabbi Rucham if the simcha of Nachamu is the simcha of the eternity of the Torah, 
And the simcha of Tuba of is a simcha of increased zman, lil maitaira. So let's call it Tuba of and Shabbos Nachamu are the perfect shidduch because they're really celebrating a identical, a one singular concept, and that is the existence of the Torah, the ability to learn Torah, which is our greatest Nechama, which is the source of the Nachamu Nachamu. The Yareach Lemayadim says, Ula'arzois nira levayar, gamashakos of the Haritva, that we make on Shabbos Nachamu, the Simcha of Tubav. Because even though Tubav is a Yom Dufnei which is not connected to the Chorbin, but because Tubav is the Simcha of the Riboya Torah, so therefore, they were kaiveya the simcha with the nacham of Shabbos Nachamu, because the nacham of Shabbos Nachamu is the simcha of the great miracle of the eternal existence of Tarasenu Akdoisha. And now we understand, uh, again on a deeper level, why we're combining and fusing together Tuba of and Shabbos Nachamu. We understand what the consolation of Nachamu is. We are consoled with two things. We are consoled that we are still around. And that's a very great consolation and that's a very great miracle. You know, I want to ask you a question. 70 years ago, what do you think would be more likely? You know, after liberation, my grandfather for a very short time was made the head of the Offenbach Library. You know the Offenbach Library? Offenbach Library, Hitler gathered all the Svarim in Europe and the Sifrei Torah to one central depot. And he didn't want to destroy it because he wanted there to be a museum. Once upon a time, they were Yidin and they had these ancient books. Yeah? 70 years ago, what do you think would be more likely? That there would be a museum that there was something called Jews or that there would be a museum that there was something called Nazis? There would be a museum of Hitler's bunker. What do you think would be more likely 70 years ago? And today, we don't need a museum that there is something called Jews. Jewish life is as vibrant today as it was ever in our history. But if you go to Germany today, you could go to a museum of Hitler's bunker. Actually, it's not a museum. It's just a big house with a bunker. And they're still paying us money for the work that we did. Some people don't want to take it. I don't know, better in our pocket than in their pocket. But, it's a great miracle. Yes, <laughs> it's very sad that we had to go through three weeks in order to get to this miracle. <laughs> it would have been better we didn't need this miracle. It would be better we had a very smooth sailing. But the reality is that after 2,000 years of Golos, there's no nation that ever traversed such a long and bitter gullus without a homeland, without a language, and is still alive to tell the tale. And not only are you alive to tell the tale, we are the most influential nation in the world. So, this is all part of the celebration of Shabbos Nachamu, and it's intertwined with the Simcha of the Torah, and therefore the appropriate Torah reading for the Shabbos is Kabbalah Satayra. 
And that is the Nechama of Shabbos Nachamu. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Medrash tells us, that Hashem go, turns to the Goyim and He says, You Goyim, you console the Jewish people. And we say to God, No, 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 we don't want that. We say, Hashem, God, you forsook us. We don't want their consolation. We want your consolation. And therefore Hashem Himself consoles us. May we be zoicha to the great consolation we're all hoping for with the return of the Shechina. Let's see. Amen. Amen. Good to see everybody. We'll see you, Bezos Hashem, on, uh, could join us, what's today? Monday? Could join us yeah, Wednesday? Wednesday? Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Call Tov, everyone. Have a great day. Uh, Rabbi, Rabbi. Hi, Joe. Live on Multi Shabbos? Yeah, yeah. It was live. Thank you for the message. It was live. Yeah, yeah. You were terrific. <laughs> Thank I you. I listen to them all the time because I can't sleep usually once <laughs> And you were one of the... And he had you on before Jason Greenblatt. Uh. What's that is? You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.